Hey buddies, welcome to Mass Games, my name is Simon. This is the, another episode in the board game podcast for Mass Games. So in this particular episode, we'll be talking about all the games I played in November, the total stats, as well as all the games I've played since November the 17th, when this last episode went out, as well as some new Splendor announcements. So there's some new games coming out that I'd like to tell you about, which I'm not sure as to when they are actually officially out and available to purchase and play, but I just thought you'd be interested in hearing about that too. So what have I been playing? Well, there have been some overlap. I've played Battle of Britain. In fact, yesterday I completed it fully. I've played all 11 missions as the RAF now, so that's been completed. Uh, very much enjoyable, some of those missions, including having some aircraft grounded, and you have to get them in the air before uh, the other planes, the other enemy kind of comes at you, trying to bomb your planes before they even get in the sky. I also taught Hive to someone who's got it, someone who uh, their, their children have played it, uh, their mother has played it, but they haven't played it, so I managed to play that. Also, um, Rory's Story Cubes and more games of the abstract strategy game Volterra, which is similar to Santorini, but I think it's better than Santorini. Some people think it's like tack in terms of what it looks like, as well as Forest Shuffle. Also playing Null and Nictig, so I've made a video for that. That'll be out very soon by the designer of Orléans and Altiplano, but a very different game, a trick-taking game from 2006. Also playing through all of Destinies, that's being played solo, two, and as a three, as well as a few games of Forever Home, so you can check out my videos for that as well. Forever Home is uh, basically about dogs and rescue dogs, and you're trying to get dogs, and they want to be in certain patterns on a board, and you're gonna have various scoring conditions you're trying to meet, and as soon as you've met seven of them, it triggers into the game and you count up how many points. Sometimes you get points depending on the type of dog and the breed, whether or not you want to rehome them or try to keep them in your home or try to put them elsewhere. Aside from that, also playing Everdell, the complete collection. Looking forward to playing again this that this weekend, as well as Caldera Park. Now, check out my video for that. I didn't mention it in the video, but I do recommend playing it on the advanced side. Now, I do recommend you play it on the basic side initially, but the advanced side is more interesting, it's more thinky, it just has a bit more flavour to it, and I recommend that. Also, more games of uh, speed thinking about the Sunday, the 19th of November, more games of Forest Shuffle and Forever Home, and Vegetable Stock, and Nullinictic, and Destinies, and Caboodle as well, playing with Mutz. On Monday, I only played Destinies with Julia, and on Tuesday, I just played on tour with Tina. On to uh, well, Wednesday, actually, there's a strange bug going on with that. I was playing My City Roll and Build, which is a new uh, game by Ryan Knizia in the My City series. This time, though, it is a roll and write game over 12 uh, chapters. And that's been very good. Very much enjoyed that. Also, um, Aeon's End War Eternal. On to uh, the rest of the week. It's been playing through My City. We're on to the final chapter now, as well as uh, Roll to the Chop Journeys. Now, I've played a number of different categories in this another roll and write game but initially I thought it was too much whereby if you've played it before you've got a big advantage it's just that you need to make sure you start off with a low base and slowly build it up but it has a nice bag building element whereby you are taking away and adding dice so that's quite nice and all values there's only five dice I think there's a d4 d6 d8 d10 and d12 um, also, I've been playing First Rat. So First Rat is a game I've had a few months, uh, I think from about September time, and I've heard quite a good things about it. I know it's Italian design. They're into their rats over there a lot recently with uh, Rats of Wistar, which you can find on the channel too. And it's a game whereby you are looking to move 
um, a rat or potentially two rats, either one rat up to five spaces, or you can move more than one rat, but they can move up to three spaces. However, they've got to land on the same color space as the other rats that you're moving. However, they can never land on the same space. So that's the crux of it. I haven't made a video yet, but we'll be making it this weekend. I just want to try the advanced side first. And basically we are trying to get into space. That's where it's first rat, as in first man, which is a bit of a, a jump in some respects. And basically the, the cheese moon is their target. And these are intelligence rats, like in Rats of Wistar, and they're light bulbs, like in Rats of Wistar, which came out afterwards. And I've also got my in my box insert, which is a great way of packing away and setting it up and just leaving everything in the containers. Also playing more trick-taking games, more Nolanictic, more Caldera Park, and a room playing again, this time involving Michelle, who hadn't played it before, who actually preferred Nolanictic, interestingly, as she found there's more strategy. Into December, playing Let's Catch the Line, which is a smaller version of Shogi, uh, more cutie, but um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've played, I've uh, lost my first game, lost a few games of it, but also finally actually won a few more games than I've lost. Um, more games of Catan, more Battle of Britain, and the Great British Trivia Quiz, which happened to win the last time we played it. And then on this weekend, just gone on Saturday, introduced to my nieces, Lauren and Francesca, Coco Melon pattern party. And then, oh, Coco Melon, wow. And they tried to take apart these pieces because you're trying to match patterns which match your patterns but it's a bit of area control take that as you're trying to and again check out my video for this you're trying to get your pattern to be the pattern that matches so you're going to have like a two by two grid and you're placing down a piece of a pattern and then you're trying to get more of your colors compared to other people's to make your pattern but other people might have the same pattern as you they might have a different pattern and it's just a race to try and make sure that you are you know maybe eroding someone's chance of getting their pattern or trying to get yours also playing Cobra Paul with him again, packed for me a second edition. I tried that digitally. Uh, Phantom Inc is going really well. Uh, that's that's a keeper in terms of playing that repeatedly, especially as a four and more let's catch a lion. And bring it up to date, we've got Quibbles, which is an interesting quirky fiddly game I find, whereby you are looking to get a first to get 21 points. So you could get that with a card value six, five, four, three, two, and one. However, uh, when you to get four points, you need four cards with a four on it. To get five points, you need five cards, the five on it, etc. And you have a hand limit of six cards. So if you wanted to get six points, you need to have all six of your cards being a six, which again takes longer. So obviously it's easy to get the quick one-pointers. The downside is uh, to get 21 points, you can only have a six cards that score for you as well. So if you have a card with a one and you get another card with a one, okay, that's two points. But eventually if you have six of those and you need another one, you have to ditch one of those cards. So that's something to be aware of. So you probably want to go maybe for higher stuff earlier, but you're not going to have those cards. Uh, then games of Hornoxen, which is going to go live this Friday. So that is a version called Take 5, which is a new implementation of the game Zex Nimt or Six Nimt or Six Takes, which is from 1994. So this game came out in 1998. It's more strategic. Um, I do like it. It is less chaotic, but there's still a fair amount of chaos going on into it too. And I hope you find that of interest. Let me know in the comments best on YouTube. Also, 221B Baker Street, The Master Detective. So this is a game whereby you are looking to deduce a, an answer, which could be a motive, a location, a weapon, something like that. And you're doing so going around a board, which involves roll and move, going to different locations. Very similar to the Watson and Holmes game. However, um, with Watson and Holmes, it's more worker placement. You're going to spot 
uh, whereas this time you're rolling to then move towards a spot. Now the advantage of the roller move is you're seeing where someone's going towards, but there could be more than one place in that direction because there's something after the other one, so you're not sure exactly where they're gonna go next. It's definitely not easy. You'd think based on 75 cases they provide, it would be an, uh, kind of a difficulty level, but no. You generally need to be going to every location and then it's a race to get back. Yes, you could get some bad rolls. Yes, they kind of even out. However, uh, yeah, there's some peril still too. So I don't think I mind too much about roll and move. I think cooperatively, which they talk about in the rules as well, is a good way to play too. Also playing a game designed by Eric Anderson, I think it's pronounced, and that is Trike, which is a small game on a five by five triangular grid, whereby you're trying to capture and get the capture your opponent by getting the most spaces compared to your opponent, which is an error control game. Also Gift of Tulips, which I have enjoyed. One of three options is either playing a card into your tableau, playing a card in the center, which helps with scoring. And if there's more cards of that type in that scoring zone, it's gonna score more points. Or you're gonna gift a card to your opponent. Now, if you gift a card to your opponent, then you're gaining points equal to that value and values are between two and four. So I could give four points to you, or I could take the four points for myself and then new card flips over and it's the work value three. Do I give it to you or I can't give it to myself anymore because you can't do the same action twice or do I give it to the center? Giving it to the center might be bad because it will improve that value. And if you, as the opponent, let's say in a two player game, happen to have more of that, then it's helping you more. So maybe I give up on that and give you the points instead in the long run, but I'm getting three points right now. Also continuing to play Exit the Game Advent Calendar, the Ice Cavern. And uh, continuing this off from three years ago, this is the Ice Cavern, we're doing day five, day six, and day seven. If it's a new time zone in a certain part of the year, I'm counting it. Also the Quest for El Dorado, more Take Five, and Trike, and Hanami Koji yesterday, as well as Planet Unknown, first you start actually trying it online for the first time, didn't do too well there, and winning against uh, uh, Tina at Oasis New Hope. Now this is a game whereby you're trying to go from 13 down to zero in an Oasis, Oasis being zero, it's post-apocalyptic, you can get various cards which act in abilities, which allow you to explore more, recycle more. So there's gonna be a medium level display, i.e. a display which is in the center, which you can take, and that is known as recycling. Typically, you can only take one card, but you can play as many cards as you can from your hand, hand limit of eight, and it's the first person to race down, to place down that zero card. So I happened to win against Tina because I didn't know what cards she had. I got through my hands quite quickly. You can gain other cards such as compass cards. You can equip those. They are worth anything from a 12 to one. I had cards valued 10 to six in my hand or something like that. So I had a, played a 12, used that compass to play the 11 and on a future turn played 10 through to six. And then slowly one turn, literally just to get one recycle card, which was the five then the four and the three, etc., And making sure that I maybe took a card that maybe Tina didn't have. That pretty much brings us up to date. More, I think, first rats today, trying out the advanced one, and two to one B Baker Street level two, or case two, as well as days six and seven for exit the game. Aside from that, more games planned for this weekend, including, I think, uh, playing a vegetable stock, potentially as a four or as a two, as well as other games to try as a two or as a four, Horn Oxen, and also, uh, also known as Take 5. So we'll see what else comes along. I'm also looking forward to trying out uh, Roll Camera. I've got the game, I've got the expansion, I've also got three sort of mini expansions too. Uh, so let's talk about the overview for uh, that month of November and then on to the 
new Splendor game. Now, it will hint about what I said earlier. So back to November, I played 165 uh, total plays. That's 44 games, 28 my copy, 18 new to me, 167 hours, 30 different days, six games played at least six times, 19 name players, seven locations, and 33 players. So what is that new game? Well, there's a new game which is called Pokemon Splendor or Splendor Pokemon and what it's going to involve is you are looking to grow and hatch your Pokemon and instead of gems players are trying to collect their most Pokemons become the best trainer in the world a special rule of this Pokemon edition is evolution if a player has a Pokemon as well as the required Pokeballs they can evolve it as soon as the card with the evolved Pokemon is on display and evolved Pokemons are good for filling your Pokedex but also earning you more points so I guess it's a new edition where you are playing as Pokemon trainers, but also wanting to catch them all to evolve their Pokemon. That's it. Look forward to speaking again very soon. Any questions, do let me know if the comments are best in YouTube. Uh, but also, obviously, check out on Instagram too. But for now, back to the table.